Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Stock Market Today video for Tuesday, November 14th. I'm Ed Carson, IBD News Editor. Uh, Ali Coram is off today, so joining me today is a special guest, uh, but not a special guest to IBD videos. It's David, David Saito Chung, Deputy Markets Editor, frequent guest on, uh, you know, and, and host of IBD Live. Uh, he was IBD Live host today, in fact, and so... Uh, you know, it's welcome to have you on board. Uh, huge, huge day in the market. Uh, we'll get into all of that. Uh, NASDAQ was up big. Everything was up big. Uh, but are there any stocks that you would like to take a look at today, David? Well, first of all, thanks for uh, inviting me today. It's, it's, it's a thrill to be part of a show on a, on a very, very positive day for long investors. So let's look at three stocks, DKNG, that's DraftKings. That's, uh, we're also going to look at Toll Brothers in the home building space, TOL is a ticker. And finally, uh, one of the best performing tech companies in AI and data center, that's SMCI Supermicro. Yeah, that definitely reflects how we had a lot of breath today. Uh, so I uh, want to get right to it. Boy, the NASDAQ up 2.4%. Uh, we saw a 1.9% gain for the S&P 500, 1.4% for the Dow Jones, uh, huge gains for the Russell. I'll show that in a little bit. Uh, a lot of that, uh, what do you make of this action? Really, really powerful stuff, uh, uh, obviously motivated by the CPI inflation report and treasury yields. Absolutely. Uh, that was the spark for sure. You know, we we definitely shouldn't look at equities in a vacuum and that big drop in the treasury yield down to, I believe 4.44%, that's well off the recent high of 5%. And so when, you know, yields go down in the bonds, it makes equities more more attractive. Ed, I would like to just add one piece of color to today's great action. It comes after IBD spotted a key follow-through day on November 1st. That was on Wednesday, November 1st, on the day that the Fed decided not to change interest rates. And since then, we've had 7 to 8% gains in the indexes. That's a bankable rally, and it's a really good time to be looking at individual stocks, too. You know, that's a good point. In fact, we had the November 1st rally, and then uh, on the NASDAQ follow-through day, then we on the S&P and the Dow follow-through on November 2nd. And really, it's been a pretty easy rally. I mean, I was talking about it in the office a little bit. It's like we had a clear follow through. Then we had a subsequent follow through day. Right. Stocks have been breaking out or flashing buy signals the whole time, but not racing higher either. So it seems like it's it hasn't been hard to get aboard this train. The train is moving, but you haven't been like, oh, my goodness, it was a bullet train. I can't get aboard this thing. No, it's been it's been pretty it's been pretty nice to to go. Some really nice moves today. Obviously, the NASDAQ, uh, I think, you know, like we were going to look on a weekly. Mm -hmm. um, there was some nice, uh, now it's getting above like a long trend line that or getting up to a trend line here, uh, getting above 14,000, getting toward the September highs. Uh, it's just been clearing resistance after resistance. Uh, it sure has. And, you know, speaking about getting on the train, when we had that follow through, occur about two weeks ago and you know ibd and investors.com suggested that readers and investors up their exposure in equities to roughly a 20 to 40 percent level within their growth stock portfolios now we are very close to possibly even going to that 80 percent level 
uh, we're currently at 60 to 80%. And it's been, it wasn't like we, we immediately up that exposure within a couple of days. I mean, it's, it's taken, you know, four or five days for us to see whether this rally would, would stick. So uh, at the same time, I, I want to highlight that the fact that even though the Russell had an, an incredible day, 5.5%, we're still seeing really strength in large and mega cap stocks. When you look at the Russell 2000, you can see that that black line, the 200-day moving average, is still tilting lower and it still hasn't retaken that. You know, in November of last year, we had a 6.1% gain in the Russell 2000, and there wasn't really much follow-through after that. The Russell didn't hit 52-week highs like the S&P and the Nasdaq did. So I think right now, it's great that, you know, we had great breadth in the market. Uh, I think 10 to 1 uh, gainers versus decliners on uh, the NYSE. But still right now, it feels like more of the bigger gains are in large and mega cap. We'll keep an eye on the small caps, though. Yeah, and I'm just going to run through some things quickly. RSP also had a good, which is an S&P equal weight. This outperformed um, basically, you know, uh, significantly the S&P, but still below the 200-day line. Uh, one thing that I think was notable is that QQEW, which is a big cap index, it's an equal weight of big cap tech. So it's not like small fry, but this is now decisively above the 50-day line, decisively above this trend line, suggesting that it's not just the mega cap. So it may be more big cap, but it's not. It's not just five stocks, and there were a lot of sectors doing well. Uh, and QQQ, which is getting to be more weighted to the mega caps, that's getting very close to hitting a 52-week high. So there's that. Uh, XHB, we'll talk about it with Toll Brothers and everything, but boy, with Treasury yields plunging, this is what's happening. We'll get into it more. XHB, um, XLI seeing the industrials come on. I mean, they have more work to do, but you're seeing some names in that space get in there. And of course, SMH is now right at a new high or right to it. IGV, you know, exceeding a high. So a lot of strength in these areas uh, going through there. Uh, all right, so let's get to, to it. Uh, DraftKings, uh, nice upside reversal today. Uh, there was some news today. Uh, what do you think about this stock right here? This is a stock that's doing very well in the consumer spending area. Ed, it's a relatively new stock. You know, it hasn't been around uh, that long, but it's shown some incredible sales growth and uh, a very, very possible likelihood that it's going to go free cash flow positive next year and maybe even surprise Wall Street by uh, uh, producing, you know, some non-GAAP earnings. For that reason, DraftKings is a full-size position on the leaderboard portfolio. That's roughly 11 12% of the entire model portfolio for growth stocks. There's only one other stock on leaderboard that actually has a full position status. Uh, that's uh, ServiceNow, which we're not going to talk about, but NOW is another uh, emerging leader. Now, uh, I want to be very clear and full disclosure, I do own shares in both uh, NOW and DKNG, but I thought today was extra special because you can see on that daily chart, the stock after breaking out on earnings moves sideways in a kind of a tight range. We like to call that a shelf. And a shelf is a, a, a small uh, area on the chart where once it rises above the highest price from that shelf, you could actually add a little bit more to your winning position. Therefore, with that with that uh, investor day and a positive vibes from uh, their outlook at DraftKings, we felt that uh, this was really worth mentioning. And uh, 
ideally, you know, we're going to we're going to see the stock lead all those moving averages higher as well. Yeah. And just to add into that, the volume was tremendous on the earnings and then it dried up a little bit as it paused for a few days. And then today, strong volume again, just indicative of all of that. Uh, really strong action there. Uh, Toll Brothers uh, looked like housing was uh, was going to be repossessed uh, uh, yeah. just a few weeks ago. <laughs> Uh, toll didn't look quite as bad as some of them, but uh, boy, what a turnaround. What a nice gap up. And that follows a, a, a prior gap up within the base, Ed. And, mm -hmm. you know, we have earnings uh, coming up. That's something to be, watch, uh, you know, watching out for. It's amazing that, you know, this doesn't typically fit uh, our parameters for high, high growth stocks because you look at the estimates, uh, they are not that rosy, but clearly, Wall Street is getting around the idea that the country needs more new housing, especially with uh, uh, the, I guess, the Gen Z uh, and, and the Gen Y uh, having families wanting to, you know, have their own ho homes and there's such a lack of supply. It's interesting, too, Ed, that these home builder stocks, while breaking out, are occurring at uh, a recent peak in mortgage rates. Now that interest rates came down sharply, maybe we're going to see uh, even more demand for, for housing and, and obviously for mortgages. Yeah, I think that's that's the bull case. And obviously, again, here the volume, strong on that run-up, strong again here, then had dried up during the handle. It's doing a lot of things that you want to see on those hands. Uh, the blue dot on this RS line, you know, marking that it's an RS line new high while it was in the base or breaking out, very bullish sign. So That's a, a great point, Ed. Yeah, let me add that, uh, you know, for those who are new, to IBD, that blue dot means the stock is showing exceptional relative performance versus the S&P 500. And on Marcus Smith, if you want to compare every stock to, say, the NASDAQ or the Russell 2000, you can actually customize that. But we prefer to use the S&P 500 as our gauge for the RS line. Yeah. And uh, that is something, a really powerful tool, a good way to find good winners in, in good markets or bad uh, in that situation. Uh, SMCI is a hot or cold stock, and boy, it was white hot today. Uh, <laughs> you know, I drew some trend lines, just partly just to so, like to see what was going on. Finally, decisively moving back above the 50-day line. Uh, what do you think about this name, and where do you think maybe people could enter or should enter or in, in this name? You know, this stock uh, had a, a nearly tenfold move from its lows. If, if Could we go to a weekly chart so yeah. people have a better perspective on the amazing run it's had? You know, in fact, you know, you'd have to use the best fit feature on mm -hmm. the weekly chart to be able to see the entire run up uh, from the, I, I guess it was sort of like the 2021, exactly. 2020 started to rally, there were a number of bases that formed, and then it really accelerated as AI became a very, very investable theme in 2023. So I think right now, Ed, this current base that is forming looks totally normal. After you have such a, you know, a five-bagger, a 10-bagger type of move in a stock, it's very common for the digestion of those gains to take place over a year, two, or even three years. There are plenty of examples to look at, but you know we like SMCI right now because uh, the company still has a, a very good narrative uh, related to data center growth. Obviously, they're going to come across some very dip, very difficult year-over-year -year comparisons. Mm -hmm. No company is going to continue triple or quadruple-digit growth, you know, forever. Uh, but 
even those stocks uh, see growth that's decelerating to say 25, 50% or more, that's still really, really solid, especially now that the company is, is in large cap territory. Yeah, and the growth is supposed to pick up, even though we've already gotten Q1, which was flat profit, it's supposed to be up 48%. Now, estimates are estimates. That doesn't mean it's going to happen, Could, you know, but uh, that's a positive sign. I was just wondering, technically, it's, it is because it's this had such a big move, and it's like just now seems like it was hitting some buy areas. I'm not saying this is specifically exactly where you'd go. It seems like this would be the official buy point, you know, 37750. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's like this seems like where you could have entered, but boy, that's – it's hard to like, it's up 15% and it's just getting there, you know, uh, so I'm not, <laughs> uh, that I'm not sure how, how you would, how you would play this right now. Well, I, I really like the trend line that you drew. And if you say, you know, you really like to concentrate in the best stocks and you want to target, say, uh, a 10% position within your portfolio now might not be the time to go, you know, fill that entire position. You might want to say, take 2% or 3% of your uh, portfolio and put it in now and see how it acts. Clearly 300 century mark is going to be a very important technical level. It might uh, find some resistance there. It actually might break above 300 and then hold around there for a little while. We, mm -hmm. we, we could see a uh, handle form. We could see the base, uh, you know, develop more of the right side. This is not um, a, a really good double bottom, frankly. It actually looks like more like a triple bottom. And the founder of IBD, you know, William O'Neill, often said that triple bottom bases are often flawed. So that's okay if the stock can continue to show really, really good positive price and volume action and the market uh, stays bullish. That's a very good point. I also want to note that tomorrow, like as you know, this is obviously very much, as you say, AI centered uh, Microsoft, which is one of the leaders in AI. It's going to be announcing a lot of making a lot of AI announcements, perhaps unveiling an AI chip that may or may not happen. But that's at a conference that will start at 9 a.m. Pacific tomorrow. So that could be very relevant for Microsoft, obviously for NVIDIA, but for the entire AI space. So. Uh, definitely something to keep in mind, mind there. Uh, and uh, definitely would want to encourage everyone to, you know, to be working on their watch list and just remembering that, you know, we have had big moves. It's always possible we'll have a pause, a meaningful pause. We certainly haven't had much of a pause in this rally so far. And so it's been, an, it's been easy to gradually add exposure, but just knowing that that could come in. But boy, uh, um, Thank you so much, uh, David, for uh, for your insights today. My pleasure. Uh, it's great and, to be with uh, you here. Great to and and, uh, and I think I'll see you again soon. Uh, <laughs> uh, in any case, for those uh, for tomorrow uh, tomorrow morning, um, I'll be hosting IBD Live. Boy, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of interesting discussion about all the stocks that were breaking out today and setting up uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, then it'll be, uh, you know, um, then tomorrow we'll, we'll be right back here, uh, Alyssa Corum, and uh, we'll be back in the in the chair to oversee that. And with that, I hope everyone has a, uh, um, a wonderful evening, and we will see you all tomorrow.